Good morning, Dr. Sadi Tess on the base. We're just going to take a look at this test of the Bahamaskal Bahamai. Um, just to remind you, the, the sugya we left off with before Shabbos was uh, with regard to a person who um, either had a pit which was nine spokhan deep and he threw a chulia into it, sorry, he took a chulia out of it, right? In taking the chulia out of it, he now was um, created a Rishasayochid. So do you look at it at the time when he took it out? It wasn't a Rishasayochid. Or do you look at it when he, how it was once he'd taken it out? Together, Bahadi Adadi, as he took it out, became a Rishasayochid. That was one shayla. The other shayla was with regard to a person who had a pit, which was ten spokhan deep. And he took, he took a clod of earth and threw it into the pit. In throwing the cloth of earth into the pit, although it landed in a Rosh Hashayochid, but simultaneously with landing in the Rosh Hashayochid, he destroyed the Rosh Hashayochid because it's no longer at ten spokhan deep. Right? That's the shadow we're dealing with. A person who either started the Rosh Hashayochid and destroyed it by putting something in there, or it wasn't yet a Rosh Hashayochid by taking something out. It's amazing to Rosh Hashayochid. So how do you look at that? So the response was, well, Rabbi Yechon, Rabbi Yechon is one with the shadow, but Rabbi Yechon, don't you know the answer? You yourself have provided the answer to this, because we have a Mishnah, which uh, actually is the next Mishnah, uh, on Dav Kuf, which talks about a person who throws, throws something in the Rosh Hashanah, and it lands, it goes on the wall. So we said, if it's above 10 to on the wall, because since it's the side of the wall, therefore it can't be a Rosh Hashanah or anything like that. So if it lands above 10 to then it's Mokhem Petur. If it lands below 10 to then it is landing in the Rosh Hashanah. So we said, but, Wait a second. How did it land at all? If it hits the wall, normally things rebound. So it's not landing in the Rosh Hashanah at all. So Rabbi Yechonon answered, we're talking about a fat, sticky cake. And since it's a fat, sticky cake, it will stick to the wall. That's the case. But the problem is, the way Rashi does it is, that if you throw it for others, and it sticks against the wall, well, when the cake hits the wall, it's no longer for others, is it? Because we're assuming that the cake becomes part of the wall. So if I stand here, and this is exactly four others, and I take my cake and I throw it, and it misses Mr. Goshawk and goes onto the wall, right? So then it is no longer four others. Now, if you measure from where I am to where that cake is, the cake has become, we think, part and parcel of the wall. Right? That's Elamai, you see. From there, that's the Raya of Rabbi, that's the Gemara says, this is the Raya that we don't look at it as it is now. We look at it how it was. When you threw it, you were throwing it Daladamas. Okay, so simultaneously with it landing, that doesn't bother me. And therefore, when you throw a clod of earth into the pit, if the pit started out as 10 spokhan deep, you were throwing it into a, from Rosh Hashanah into Rosh Hashanah, you are going to be high. The fact that now, as it lands, it's no longer ten spokhim deep. That's irrelevant. We look at it how it was when you started out. At least that question we can answer. You may be able to use that to answer the other question, where it's the other way around. There was nine spokhim, you took something out. So to uh, that, the Gemara says, you want to know why Rabbi Yechonon wasn't patient like that? Because it's not really a very satisfactory answer. Because over there, it's different. Because um, you're not going to be able to leave your sticky cake on the wall. People are going to complain, and you'll have the you know, Barnet Council uh, complaining, you can't leave your sticky cake on the wall. So therefore, you're not mavatted it, it does not become part and parcel of the wall. And therefore, I still measure the four amas from where you're standing to the wall, not till the cake. 
Now, shake him in the cloud of earth. The reason why you're putting the cloud of earth into the pit is probably because you wanted to fill the pit up. You already had complaints from Barnet Council about digging pits in the middle of the road. So, therefore, um, either that or you decided to start filling in the potholes doing their job for them. So, um, so the kit, uh, you threw a cloud of earth into there. You're not planning to take the cloud of earth out of there. And therefore, that cloud of earth becomes part of the pit. Therefore, maybe I do measure it as it is now. And right now, it's no longer ten tefachim deep. So maybe you're not chayv. Yeah, is that clear? Right. So, Tosus asks on this. Doesn't like this pshat. Ask Tosus for amai, v'hokam amai mi abba amis. This case of throwing the sticky cake, but when it hits the wall, it's going to be less than dalad amis now. Pirush bekontras. Rashi explains the mashmalei that it's mashma to him. The Mairi, whoever's speaking in the Gemara, yeah? the Mairi that we're talking about, even if I threw the sticky cake, exactly for Amos. In which case, when the cake hits the wall, the thickness of the cake is going to detract from the Dalad Amos. But the Ri finds this difficult. Because if that's the case, he says, I, wouldn't, I can't understand how, anyway, you should be chayev. Since it is literally bound to inside. Like the case of If a person picks up a box and he takes the box out from the but he dumps it, half of the box is still in and half the box is out. Is he chayev or not? Well, this is the case of Eged Kli. And we, what do we say? That he's not He's not at all until he takes the box, the whole box, outside. Right? So to over here, the same thing. If a person throws the sticky cake, forget this thing about, so you've made the lesson Daladamas, you haven't made the lesson Daladamas, but the fact is, 99% of that cake is still within Daladamas. You don't have the whole cake having gone outside the Daladamas. And remember, the whole vault of Hitzah is transferring from one Rishus to the other. You've got to take it from its Mokum outside of its Mokum. So if you're throwing it exactly Daladamas, so the only part of the cake which actually travels Daladamas is the front part, which is up against the wall now. The rest of the cake is still within the Daladamas. It never moved out. So forget your measurements here about whether you're going to the cake become part of the wall, doesn't, but the rest of the cake never went out anyway, in which case you shouldn't be Chayev. So if you had a, a stick, rather than a sticky cake, you have a stick, and you took it to the wall and you leant it against the wall, um, the inside of the wall where you are is less than Dalabalas, and therefore you would be not hot if you had, if that was the boundary, of the inside of the wall was exactly, so anything that was left this side, even if it was touching it, would... Well, the, the, the wall is the, exactly the four armless point. So, theoretically, the part which is literally sticking to the wall is, has travelled by the darkness. But the problem is, take the case of the stick, 99.999% of the stick is still inside, it hasn't travelled by the darkness. It's very similar, if you look at the next case, he says, the otu, im zarak odom reinach, the person threw a javelin, right, threw a spear or something like that, bechol dova oruch, anything which is long, kolsh, right, bechol dova oruch kolshu, and he throws just a kolshu, Right, think about it. Imagine you've got a stick which is, which is, uh, you know, more, more than Dalai Dhamma's law. 
and you throw it to a centimeter, are you going to be chayev? Remember, the end of the stick has gone outside of your daladamas. Exactly. Right? See through a kolshu. Yischayev is going to be chayev. Kim sharish echad yotzav chus v'daladamis. Are you going to say yischayev because one end of the stick, one end of the javelin has gone outside of daladamis? Of course not. <coughs> so if you're going to say, v'im b'zerik daladamis, hochi gemiri lo, sheyischayev v'chi agadam. If you're going to say, no, actually, that's the halacha, even though it doesn't seem to make sense. Because as we said, it's got to be the whole thing's got to be out. Maybe you'll tell me, this is the halacha of Rishon Sinai. If so a person throws something daladamis, it doesn't matter whether the whole thing is outside or whether it's just a little bit. Maybe that's just, that's just halacha. That's what you may want to say. Well, if that's the case, in Cain, if so, hechi poshim, you know. In which case, you haven't answered anything from this case. What did I, what, what, what did we, what did we um, try and, what are we trying to be poshit? We're trying to deal with the case. So you've got a pit which is ten to and deep and I throw a clod of earth in there and you want to say, oh, you see from here, they're well, if this is an exceptional case, because it's halach on a mission Sinai, that even though it hasn't gone outside of Daladamas, the fact that a little bit of it has gone outside is good enough, well, then in which case you haven't been pushed into anything anyway. Because I'll tell you, that's also part of the halach on a mission Sinai. That the Daladamas, we measure it as it is to start with, it's a completely different halach. We view it as all being outside of the Daladamas, in which case you haven't been pushed into anything anyway. We're talking about, okay, it's nothing to do with Daladamas. We're talking about, you've got a pit, which is 10 to deep. You throw it in, now it becomes nine to fucking deep. Maybe talk about your potter. So what do you bring me a ride from? You want to say, okay, because I've got this case of the, the sticky cake. The sticky cake is the case of Daladamas. Daladamas is According to what you, the way you explained it, it doesn't make any sense anyway. Because 99% plus of the cake has not travelled Daladamas. What do you want to say? Maybe throwing Daladamas is an exceptional halacha, but in which case you can't be pushing anything from there anyway. Exceptional halachas are exceptional cases, in which case you can't be pushing it to a normal case. Right? The underlying principle is the same. No, what? Where it's gone the full length, full, yeah, full distance, or not. But it has. It's the same with the. It has gone. It has gone, Daladamas. No, only one for the point of touching. Okay, well, that's how Lachal Mishem is seen. That's good enough. But Mimonoshov, so if you're going to tell me, but if you're going to tell me that with regard to this halacha of Eged Kli, don't worry about it. As long as when it comes to Zorik Daladamis, as long as one part of it is gone Daladamis, you're Chayev. Well, then in which case, with regard to our question, I'll tell you the same thing. There's a special halacha there. What's your problem? It hasn't gone Daladamis because it's taken away from the thickness? The front part of the cake has gone. The full Huh? It's gone the full ten tefachim. Four hours. Yeah, one case is Daladamis. So Daladamis is an exceptional case. Zerik Daladamis, you're telling me that it's a special halacha. As long as the front of the cake is has gone Daladamis, we, we just ignore the rest of the cake. Never your chayev. So I'll tell you the same thing with regard to your problem of the thickness. You're saying, oh, it's not Daladamis anymore because of the thickness of the cake. Scrap your thickness of the cake and just look at the front of the cake. That's the halacha. You can't know it both ways, says Tosis. Whereas here, I'm not looking at Daladamis. I'm looking at the de- depth of my, uh, of my pit. Yeah. Who says there's a halacha? The table went 10 to the end of the pit. Maybe yes, maybe no. not. Because now we don't have a Rishas Hayochid. I'm asking about Hilchas Rishas Hayochid now. Yeah, but it's somewhere, somehow similar, isn't it? No. If it goes the full 10 to you're preparing 
one full distance and another full distance. Not really. It's like me saying to you, well, do you know what? Since an asterisk has to be the size of a uh, keegos, I think, you know, therefore, if a person eats the size of an egos on Pesach, he's going to be high of a chorus. about chomet, obviously, right? They're both shirim. They sound pretty similar, right? No? Esther is quite edible, so that sounds like a good, good comparison, right? Well, obviously not. You're talking about two different, different things. They're both shirim. That's about as good as the comparison goes. So here as well, you're right. They're both talking about shirim. That's about as far as it goes. One's talking about making a rishos. One's talking about the distance you've thrown it. But it was good enough to compare in the Havah minute. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. What? Says Tosus, no, it's not. It's not a hava. You're confusing Rashi with Tosus. Rashi holds it's a good comparison. No, he hasn't. Tosus is just about to disregard the Peshat of Rashi because of this question. Therefore, the Gemara never compared these two cases. Well, you can see where this is going. Tosus is about to reject Rashi, right? Yeah. You're going to explain it differently. Okay, you're going to answer for Rashi as well, but that, that will we'll give you another few minutes to work out the answer. And that Tosis doesn't provide us. Okay, so that's problem number one. That's basically problem number one, is that it just doesn't make any sense. If the case is it's exactly Daladamas, then forget this thing about where it hasn't quite gone the four hours now because I've lost the thickness of the, the, the cake, etc. Forget all of that. The fact is, the majority of the cake hasn't gone the Daladamas. It's still within the Daladamas. So, it's a basic problem. But even furthermore, an even more basic problem is, why is it suddenly mashma to the Gemara here? In this case, it's throwing Daladamas Bekosel, that means exactly four Amis. Mish'ar Arba Amis Hashniyas Bukhanashas. More than all the other cases in the Gemara when it talks about going Daladamas. Why all of a sudden here, you say, oh, that's Mashma Arba Amis Matsum Thomas. Now the emphasis is that Rashi did not say that. Rashi said, Rashi said, He's not saying it's Mashma Dafka Daladamas Matsum Thomas. It's Mashma even Daladamas Matsum Thomas. And the Enachanami, that will be the same case in all cases where we talk about Daladamas. Daladamas is Mashma anything from four Amis onwards. It didn't say 4.2 Amas. didn't say 4.5 Amas. It said 4 Amas. is much like anything from 4 Amas and onwards. Hence, I've got my Raya. Whereas Tosus seems to be quoting Rashi, why is it suddenly Mashmah here that it is Mutsum Thomas? Rashi never said it is Mutsum Thomas. Rashi said it's Mashmah, it can be a case of Mutsum Thomas. Yeah? A little hair oral. It's similar to the answer we'll see, we'll see in the Rashi. But because of these two questions, again, number one, where do you see anywhere here about Arba Amis Mutsum Somas? That's question number two in fact of Tosus. And question number one is the way Rashi's explained the Gemara doesn't make any sense as Tosus anyway, because it's equivalent, as we said, to throwing a, ch- a javelin just a centimeter and saying, ah, you see, the end of the javelin is outside of my Dalad Amis. Well, the fact that the javelin was ten Amis to start with, right? Oh, you're going to see a Chayav in that case? And if you are, it's a special Allah, then it's got nothing, nothing to, do with, to do with our Gemara. These are the two problems Tosus has, and therefore Tosus says the Pshat is something else. The Nirelari, therefore, would appear to the Ri, the Mairi Hachal that we're talking about over here, Shezorak Chutz Le Arba Amis, that he did, like a normal case, like in all places, he threw something more than Dalad Amis. He threw five, six Amis, whatever you want to say. But this was the question. So I took my sticky cake, threw it ten Amis, and it landed on the wall. 
on the side of the wall. And I'm chayv because it was, it was below ten tefachim, so it's landed in the rishus haravim. But this is the question. Is but you just diminished from the daladamas? Why? Because the place of the cake itself has just lost the Torah of Rosh Hashanah. Why? Because it's become bottled to the wall. In which case now, all it has become is a thicker wall. Meaning that no longer on top of it is, a, is it a Rosh Hashanah. For example, if a person threw a needle, a kite or a splinter, daladamis, he threw it daladamis, and it came to rest on top of the, of the, uh, the, the sticky cake now. Okay? So I've got my wool, sticky cake there, right? My tissue will be the sticky cake, right? And something lands on top of the sticky cake. Travel daladamas, full daladamas, don't worry, landed there. Or it got stuck inside my, you know, through my needle, and the needle went bullseye into the, into the cake, got stuck inside the cake. Oh, you're potter, you'd be potter, why? Because the place of the dvelo is no longer, that's not Rosh Hashanah. Even so, Chayev. Be Yochayev for the initial Dvela which hit the wall. Since at the beginning of the throwing, until it actually, before it hit the wall, it had, that part of the wall, had a Shem Rosh Hashanah on it. So in which case the Hanocha, the landing, and the losing of the Shem Rosh Hashanah came together. So for Hakanami, so to over here, Havalon Amema, we should say, Hanokha Basilik Mechitza, Vadi Adadi Kaosu, that when you throw the cloth of earth into the pit, which was ten spokin deep, well, the landing of the cloth of earth in the Rishasayachit, and the losing of the name Rishasayachit came simultaneously, and you should be Chayev. Or Mashani Miyamza, Hosam Remavatli, or Lahoki Remavata Rishasarabim. You're wrong. In the case of the Tevela, it never lost the shame Rishasarabim, that part, because the Tevela is not there to stay. And therefore, it's not similar. So again, the way Tosfos wants to learn it is: you're standing ten amas away from Erusha Sayo. Sorry, start again. You're standing in Erusha Sarabim, and you throw a sticky cake ten amas, and it goes splat onto the wall. So when I started out, I'm throwing it from here in the Erusha Sarabim to there in the Erusha Sarabim. That's all Erusha Sarabim. The problem is, if you look at it afterwards, I say, so where did it land? Where did the, where did the Tevela land? The answer is not in the Rosh Hashanah. Because that part, that little sort of uh, part of the Rosh Hashanah has now lost it. Meaning to say, let me explain that better. If you've got a wall in the Rosh Hashanah, yeah? Where that wall stands, it's not a Rosh Hashanah. In front of it is the Rosh Hashanah. Behind it may be the Rosh Hashanah. But where it's standing is not Rosh Hashanah. That may depend on what we spoke about last week, by the way. That thing about the, the pillar, whether it's, it's sort of superimposed on Rosh Hashanah, but we're assuming it's not Rosh Hashanah. Right? So, in front of it is Rosh Hashanah. So, I'm going to throw my Devela, it's going to land here. That's Rosh Hashanah. The problem is, the minute the sticky cake 
hits the wall, then what happens? The sticky cake, we assume, becomes part of the Rosh Hashanah. So just like if you were to thicken the wall, if I was to take some extra bricks and pile up the bricks, stick them to the wall, make the wall a bit thicker, what would happen now? You've just minimised the Rosh Hashanah, haven't you? You made it smaller. Correct? Before it was, from where I'm standing, it's ten amas. Yeah? Does that make sense? Well, you know, I, 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 I'll give you an example like this. Imagine you've got a, a, a Rosh Hashanah which is 16 amas wide. No, you're saying the, not, the argument is, Rosh that the, the actual dread itself is considered like the wall, which is not Rosh Hashanah. Correct. That's what it says, it's he says it's horrible. That idea of a makam Yeah. Relatively speaking. Well, the, I don't know about that, but the, it may be, but the, the point is again that the 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 wall, as I said, I'll, I'll give you a, a better example. You've got a Rosh Hashanah which is 16 amas wide. I've got a wall on that side, right? So what I do is I thicken the wall. You just destroyed the Rosh Hashanah. Because you know Rosh Hashanah must be 16 armas wide. Because now it's no longer 16 armas wide. Yeah, but that isn't the point. So to, it is the point. So to over here, over here the same thing. When this developer hits the wall, I've effectively just thickened the wall. And just like the wall is not Rosh Hashanah, in front of the wall is Rosh Hashanah, so too the developer has become part of the wall. So the wall has effectively become thicker, which means that that part is not Rosh Hashanah, so it hasn't landed in the Rosh Hashanah now. Place of the Devela, which is not Rosh Hashanah. Because it's a thicker wall. Because it's a thicker wall. So in which case, and we said Yechayev. Why? Because when you started out, you were throwing it, Daladamus and Rosh Hashanah. It's only as it hit the wall, simultaneously with hitting the wall, it lost its shame Rosh Hashanah. So it's the chicken or the egg. Which one do you look at first? Yeah? A split second before it landed, it was landing in the Rosh Hashanah. Yeah. And we say, Yechayim. So you see that we don't look at it simultaneously. We say that since when you started, it was a Rosh Hashanah and So to over here, when you throw the clod of earth into the pit, when you started, it was 10 Tepachim. It's irrelevant, the fact that now it's going to be 9 Tepachim. That's what we wanted to say. And to that, the Gemara said, it's not a Raya. Why? Because... That's right. The Devedor has not destroyed the Shemesh Shisra because it's not there to stay. Yeah? This actually, actually may have in- interesting ramifications when you're talking about things where you need a minimum size. For example, if you've got a room, you've got a room which um, is dal 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 4 by 4 Amas. Yeah? Minimum size for Echi of Mezuzah. Okay? Now when you start putting things into that room, suddenly the room becomes smaller. So what do we count as making the room smaller and what not? If you put a chair in there, you're not going to say that makes it smaller. But what if you put a wardrobe in there, a wardrobe which is fixed to the wall? Does that make it smaller? Surely it does. Because that's not going anywhere. Post can speak about what happens if it's uh, like a laundry room and you put there uh, a washing machine. That washing machine is not going anywhere. Too heavy. Till it breaks, it's staying there. 
What do you count and what don't you count? You stick a mezuzah on the A similar, a similar sort of a thing. If you've got a fixed wardrobe there, well, then surely yeah, that's just a thicker wall. Yeah, it's semi-permanent. Yeah, that's right. Please, please, let me speak about what does and what doesn't. Okay, that anyway. That's those. Just very, very briefly, just very briefly, just to answer for Rashi. I'm going to tell you what the what the the uh, the Ramban says. Right, the Ramban sides with Rashi. The Ramban one, one or two others as well, but the Ramban. It's, it's more that, that other question because it's, it's, it's a particularly fascinating point. That, you know, as to the question of how do you know we're talking about Daladamas Mitzum Thomas? So we read to him earlier that Rashi didn't say we're talking about Daladamas Mitzum Thomas. Rashi said it's Mashmah Afiru Daladamas Mitzum Thomas. Right? The Ramon says similar. He says, yeah, the Gemara could, could, have been, could have just said, oh, we're not talking about Daladamas Mitzum Thomas. We could have said that, but the Gemara's got a better answer than that. That's effectively, effectively what the Abdurashani deal with that question. Right? No. It's the other question which is more, which is more uh, so to speak, intriguing. And that is, that at the end of the day, if you're talking about Daladamas and Mitzun Thomas, then 99.9% of the cake is still within the Daladamas. It never went out. Correct? So this is what he did. It's, it's a, quite, quite a fascinating answer. So he says, I think it was the Ramban, if not the Ritzvah says it as well. He says, Uludidon, for us, love Nilsa. It's, it's, not, it's not a question. The Hosom, Kulay Munach, again, his brackets added, I'll read them anyway. The Eina Munach, Kulay Chusle Daladamis, Elamiksasa Vesech Talat. What does that mean? If I've got my javelin, and I throw my javelin one centimeter, so it lands on the ground, the whole javelin, the whole stick is resting. And where is it resting? Well, a little bit, part of it outside of the Daladabas, and part of it inside the Daladabas. So then we say, you're not chayev. Right? The cake, where's it resting? What, what part of the cake is resting? The part which is up against the wall, correct? That's the part which is at rest, so to speak. And that is its Hanokho. There is no other Hanokho. That's its Hanokho. And Chutz Where is it resting? Outside of the Daladamas. Hilkoch, therefore, calls Mandir Malatil. If you're not Malatilit, it doesn't become part of the Mechitza. Therefore, you should be Chai. It's quite a chak, that, no? Again. There's a big, big difference between the two cases. If you take a box and you put it half in, half out, you take your javelin and you throw it and part of it's within the Daladama, part of it's not. The whole thing is at rest. And remember, for the for, for Hilche Seitzah, we look at, obviously, the Akira, we look at the Hitzah, and then we look at the Hanokha. And the Hanokha has to be Bimkoim Issa. Where is this resting? You're talking about where the javelin is thrown and uh, pierces the ground uh, four hours away, uh, as opposed to the javel- javelin or spear. No, 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 no. Lying, lying. Lying. Yes. Yeah. That's exactly the point. 
So therefore, the whole thing is lying on the ground. Yeah, so there's part of the Hanukkah's inside, part of the Hanukkah's outside. So in which case then, you're going to be Potter. So you say the same conclusion if you have the clod of earth and you put it in to a pit that was ten beforehand? No. No, no, no. There's a happen because you're Mabata, so it becomes part of the pit. But in the Gemara's Havamina, which part of it is at rest? Where is the Hanokha? The Hanokha is the surface which is resting on something. And that bit is at the depth of Tanzfokhin. Like the cake. The cake, when you throw it, the Hanokha, when, whenever we look at Hanokha, we look at the part which is up against the surface. The contact, exactly, the point of contact. So in the case of the javelin, the point of contact is the whole stick. The whole base of the stick, or your whole base of the box, part of the point of contact is within the dhamma part of it's out, so you're going to be part of it. But here, the whole point of contact is outside the is at the dhamma point. In the case of the cloth of earth, before the Gemara's Doche, before the Gemara's Doche, the whole point of contact of the earth is where? Tends to fall down. To that, the Gemara then is Doche and it says, not a riot. Because in the case of the cloud of earth, you're you're it to the pit, and therefore the pit is no longer tantalking deep. Now shaking the devado, you're not mavatel it there, and therefore you've got a good point. But it's a big, big yisoid. When we talk about hanokha and this thing of eged kli and all that, it doesn't bother me if part of it is still sticking back into the to the to the first rishus, as far as the Ramban and that's Rashi and that school of thought are concerned. We're looking at the point of contact. If the point of contact is completely outside of the Daladamas, the point of contact is in the other Ashuts. As long as I'm not going to be Mabatid it there, you're going to be Chayat. Exactly. No, because then, 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 because then, then you come back to think that it becomes part of the mechitza. So then I say, well, then you don't have a distance of daladamis. You don't have a rishus hayochid anymore. Yeah, you have the daladamis. You don't have a hanachah and a rishus hayochid. A rishus Wait, no, effectively it hasn't. No, he says if you're mavatid, then you don't have the daladamis. Because then effectively we just view it as part of the wall. Just like, just like the, the case of the pit. The pit is no longer. That was the question to start with. The pit is no longer a rishus hayochid. We initially wanted to say, you see the pit, we look at the way it was before, so we said that's not a riot. Yeah? Again, if you're not mabatted it there, then I say, let's say the cloth of earth, I wasn't going to be mabatted it there. Let, let's just say it. Right? So then I say, the pit is still ten to deep. Correct? This is the same as we learned, so this hasn't changed, right? The pit is ten to deep. The cloth of earth is sitting in a pit which is ten to deep. The fact that now it's, it's, it's not ten to that doesn't bother me because you're not going to leave the cloth of earth there. Ah, it's not all at rest within the ten to I mean, as happens with the pit, you don't have this problem so much. But let's just assume for a second you would. The pit's not a good example because we look at the point of contact. It's the wall where you have the problem. Yeah? Ah, it hasn't gone the Daladamus. Yes, it has. Because it hasn't become part of, part of the wall. Ah, you're going to ask me, part, but 99% of the cake is inside. That's the problem you've got there. So that we say, no, because I look at the point of contact. The case of the pit is not a good example, because you've always got that when things sit, sit inside. 
Yeah? All to explain Rashi. But effectively, the Rambam seems to accept that. Yeah? And as I said to you, I, I don't know, I don't know, I'm just, whether this has a little bit to what we talked, what we talked about uh, last week with this idea when you've got, uh, you've got a pillar in the Rosh Hashanah and you throw something and it goes like this, you know, arches, and it comes down onto the top of the pillar. So the way that Amban learns it there, do you remember, because he said, you know, this thing of it going the Daladamas, so it comes from the Kone so Tosus answered, you know, made the chilek about whether it goes like an arrow or whether it, whether it uh, comes kerf kochet, right? It stops momentarily, so to speak. There's a change of direction of forces. Yeah, do you remember that? That, that was Tosus. And Ramban said, no, it's, it's not a problem. Nothing to do with arrows. It's to do with the airspace above the the uh, the pillar. That although the top of the pillar is a rishasayofit, but the airspace above it is actually not a because you don't have machitz, as we said, right? So therefore, it is Mekayim Petur. Correct? You remember that? Yeah? yeah. So, does that mean what, come, what, what sort of comes to rest there is not Rosh Hashayofit? It's not resting in the Rosh Hashayofit? What, 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 what I'm trying to get at is the product. It's, 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 it's beautiful. It's, uh, listen, listen carefully to this. Do you remember? Okay, this, this is my pillar in the Rosh Hashanah, right? So Tosus had a problem. You know, we, we had this shadow about, I throw something, yeah, I throw something, pick it up in the Rosh Hashanah, and I throw it, it goes down the dharma, it lands on the pillar, right? Am I chayab, am I not? Why? Because it went through a Makon Petur. So Tosus said, oh, I can bring him a furisha case, of course you're chayab. Right, the case of Odafov with a guy who makes me a Chanus of Palatia, throw the, what, what's going on over here? Yeah? So Tosus answered, yeah, there's a big difference whether you shoot it straight or whether it goes up and arches, therefore it's sort of effectively, not literally, but it sort of momentarily stops in the Makom and changes direction. Right, that was answered Tosus. And Aban said, no, 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 no. There's a big difference whether you are throwing it into a place, let's say I throw it Mechanusla Palatio. Right? I throw it from my shop, Rishasayofit, through this Karmanis, into the Rishasarabim. Yeah? Why? What's the difference? Because when I throw it there, it can go like this, that doesn't bother me the direction it is. But it goes from Rishasayofit through the airspace, call it even a Makon Patur. Karmanis, call it what you want. But before it lands, where did it go? Before it lands, where did it go? Into the airspace of Rosh Hashanah, and the airspace of Rosh Hashanah is Rosh Hashanah. So when it comes to Hanukkah, it's coming from a, a Makom Chiyot. Ooh, that's good enough. Mashenkin here says the Rambam, since your pillar does not actually have these mechitzas, you can you got your good. Uh, we spoke all about when you do say good that was Rambam, etc. But it doesn't have mechitzas. So it's true that on top of the pillar is a Rosh Hashanah. That's true because it's ten spokim high, it's four by four. But this rule that the Avera Shusayach goes out doesn't apply to such a pillar. Maybe we spoke about a possible lobbyist, why that is, but that's what the Rambam writes. So therefore, this article which I threw, I picked it up in the Rishasarabim, I threw it up, it went through a Makom Petur, still goes through a Makom Petur, still goes through a Makom Petur, even when it's above the pillar, coming down to land, still going through a Makom Petur. When does it hit the Rishasayach? When it hits the 
the pinna. But that means that it came from a Makayim Patur. It wasn't in the airspace of the Rosh Hashayach. That's what the Ramban said. So the Rashba asked on that, he said, but then we've got a bit of a problem. And then the Rosh Hashayim spoke you know, a couple of answers to this. The Rashba gave his answer. But that means then, every time when you put something on top of the pillar, it's not resting in the Rosh Hashayach, is it? It's in the Makayim Patur. Because the airspace above it is all Makayim Patur. So we brought the answer to the Ritzvah, then no, because when it's at rest there, then it becomes part of the pillar. And therefore the pillar is extended, it becomes... Yeah? Remember, who was the one who gave this answer, by the way? This thing about the airspace above the pillar? It was the Ramban. I don't know if as well, but Ramban. He was the one. They all, all quoted from the Ramban. The Rashba, the they all quoted in the Ramban. Yeah? What have we just seen in the Ramban? Ramban again speaking it. Remember, the Rashba doesn't like this... this the Rashba sides with Tosus. We're not having any of this. This Pshatan Rashi. The Ramban comes to Rashi's defense. And what did the Ramban say? It doesn't bother me where the rest of it is. We're only interested in the point of contact. And if the point of contact is in the Rosh Hashayachit, then the article is resting in the Rosh Hashayachit. Tosus obviously didn't go with that. The Rashba, I don't think the Rashba answers for Rashi. I think the Rashba just goes with Tosus as well. Rejects it. Because they all didn't hold of this, 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 uh, this thing. If it's part of it's in the Makayim Patur, if 99% of it's in the Makayim Patur, then it's in the Makayim Patur. What's going on? So okay, he gives a different answer to the Rashba. But I believe, just double check, but I believe he goes with, like Tosus. Hikshuba Tosus. Yeah, I don't think he gives an answer. It just quotes Tosus effectively. Nashma yells like Tosus. That's a beautiful one. Because they, the Rashba had this problem before. He said, what's going on? So that every time you put something on top of a pillar, it's not resting in the Rosh Hashayach. So he gave an answer. He Taka gave an answer. Right? But according to what the Ramban's saying here, the Ramban's answered the question. We're only interested in the point of contact. And the point of contact is with a pillar. That is the Rosh Hashayach. It's made contact with the Rosh Hashayach. Yechayev. That is Hanoch and Rosh Hashayach. I egged clean all that. That's only when something is, there's a point of contact in a Makayim Patur. When a different Rosh Hashayach. Is that good? So, does this Ramban hit and is, uh, has a problem with his self over with the, uh, the, the pillar? No, he didn't even ask the question there. Now we know why. That's what I'm suggesting, at least. It, it's just something which hit me now. It could be I'm wrong, right? It's just something which hit me as I, as I was explaining this Ramban. The Ramban was the one who said that shot in the pillar. And he didn't, he didn't ask any questions. The Rashbal quotes the Ramban and says, oh, but we've got a problem with it. Why didn't the Ramban have that problem? The answer is because he's, I wouldn't say he's already dealt with it. It's because if, we, if I'm right, if I'm right... The Ramban has just told us the Yisrael. I don't really care. We're just looking at the point of contact. But the Rashba doesn't go with this. This answering, uh, answer of Rashi doesn't bring such an answer. It's Mashma that the Ramban holds like, uh, sorry, the Rashba holds like Tosfus, that we don't just look at the point of contact. We look at the whole thing. And this is a very, very important halacha. 
When we talk about something having to be fully out of the rishus, into the other rishus, are we looking just at the point of contact, what you're calling the point of contact, the point of Hanukkah, or are we looking at the, the totality of that chayfet? The Rambam, seemingly like Rashi, seems quite happy with what Rashi is saying. Rashi definitely holds, you look at the point of contact, and that's it. Whereas Tosfus, seemingly the Rashba, the others, they don't look at it like that. Yeah? Exactly. The interesting point, by the way, is obviously is that the Ritva, the Ritva quotes, effectively says the same as it's around Ban and Al Gomorrah, but on that case of the pillar, he does ask the Kasha of the Rashba and he gives that other answer. Okay, so I, as I said, maybe I'm wrong, but that, that's, to me, that seems like a very, very nice, so to speak, what we call Ramban the Shitasa. Fits very nicely. And as I said, that's, that brings us to the end of that sugi of Ezra Well, I mean, when I said that, that, that little piece, and Ezra will keep moving tomorrow. Thank you.